I'm waiting. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Snowstorm Studios, guys. Welcome to the first Snowstorm podcast, or as we call it, I think it's called the Snowcast. Guys, this is a little bit of a test night for us. It is the first podcast with um, this sort of layout. Uh, we're really excited, and uh, for the podcast setup, guys, what are some, some things I want to talk about before we actually uh, get into talking to our guest? is the way the podcast is going to go is we're going to do it every Thursday at 9 to 10, starting now. So from 9 o'clock until 10 o'clock, we'll be doing the podcast, and the way the podcast will go is we will talk to people. <laughs> and then, thank you for the subscription, whoever that was. That just blew up my ears right there. Storm, Storm God. God. Thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate that. I will kill all of the EP and PvP, and I like the logo. <laughs> thank he's gonna, you. He's <laughs> going to kill all the EP. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> so the first thing guys about the podcast, I sadly will not be able to see viewer chat. I actually don't have the stream pulled up. I have it pulled up like behind everything else. I, this is going to be going on YouTube and it's for people listening, but I want to film it during this time period so people can kind of come watch if they want to and listen. And yeah, that's basically going to be the setup. We're going to go from 9 until 10 and then we will um, uh, switch over to a normal stream where I'll be down in the corner. We'll be playing ESO with the team and um, doing our normal stuff. So again guys, thank you so much for watching. Let's kill it tonight. Let's have a fun time. And guys, let's get into the podcast. So, my guest tonight, guys, is my younger brother and the main healer for Snowstorm Studios. His name, guys, is John or Opposite Giraffe. John, thanks for coming How's on going? the Happy first night. To. Happy I, to. I appreciate it. I was a little nervous about this, guys. Like, I'm already taking off the sweatshirt. Um, <laughs> but um, it was nice having John on for the first night because me and John, we talk about all the stuff we're about to talk about tonight all the time. And so I kind of, I scripted it out, condensed it, and we're going to talk a lot about the healing stuff John does for me and the team. We're going to talk about ESO on console. We're going to talk about certain creators John enjoys watching, what he does when he plays ESO, the work he puts in for his builds. And if any of you guys are inspire, um, inspiring healers who want to get better, this is definitely the podcast to listen to because we're going to be going you. into some, in, <laughs> some deep, in-depth conversation about the healing in ESO and how important it really is and how discriminated they are against in random dungeon queues and anything else that happens. So, I guess the first thing um, I wanted to talk about with you, John, was sort of yeah. ESO on console. I know I just kind of talked about the healing and that was your introduction, <laughs> but John is an Xbox player with me, guys. I am. And I wanted to uh, pick your mind a little bit, John, about playing on <coughs> console and sort of what where you started playing and did you right. start playing on console and what kind of made you move over? Right. Well, we played, I played on the computer. We played. Yeah, we did. Um, and I... My first character was a DPS, not a healer, so I haven't always been just the healer. But then once you got on and Alex got on, it was like, oh shit, we kind of have a team, we need a healer. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And back then it was just heavy armor and breath of life. <laughs> yeah, Without no clue what, what you're doing. doing. I mean, that's yeah. all That's all newer healers. It's right, always, right. always um, kind of testing around. You don't know right. the importance of armor sets and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Or like any other heal other than Breath of Life because you see this little wave come up and you're like, oh shit, all my buddies are healed now. So <laughs> I mean, it'll just keep clicking that if things get tight, you know? Exactly. So that's what I did. And somehow though, I, I believe it was actually a joke to troll you to make my guy an Argonian just because I thought it was so stupid. But it turned out <laughs> they actually make dope healers. Yeah, they're actually the... probably the best class for healing. Yeah. And then, so then we we played on PC, and then we switched over to console right when it released, actually. Um, and we've been playing on console there ever since. And the, I, I can uh, the reason we switched was because our PCs were so bad. I mean, you can go back on Snowstorm and watch some of those oh, videos. Yeah. And I mean, it, we're struggling to keep it windowed at low graphics. Like it, it was. I was a Templar though. 
Shadow. Yeah. I was a Templar. That much I did know. I knew I knew Breath of Life came from that class. <laughs> but um um that's what made us move to console and then uh, I uh, if you could elaborate a little bit on maybe some of the struggles you face on Xbox or what are the differences you've noticed okay. on Xbox? Okay. So yeah, see? so I was only like halfway through the story, I guess. We switched to Xbox and at first I was like, oh, god damn. Even though the computer wasn't great, I now have to grind up a whole new guy because we missed that little transfer event. Where you could get the yeah, characters. you can move them I, over. We did not with that. capitalize on that at all. Um, so we switch over, and um, my first guy in there wasn't a healer either. It was the Dragon Knight. It was freaking Edric. Yep. So, uh, or not Edric, the other one. Um, but I'd play on him, Dan. Thank you. And then again, we all switched, and we need a healer. So I was like, well, I kind of have a little practice. So I do an Argonian Templar again, now knowing that that was the best choice. But I. We start on it, and the controller instantly is better, in my opinion. You like, like the controller, controller better? Yeah, that, that's, yeah. That's actually something I didn't even write down in my notes, but I see a lot of players very vigorously right. cut in half. I know some streamers who have switched from console to PC, and they need to take the controller with them. Right. They're not willing to learn, and then... I would. Yeah. If we switched back. Um, but then... Yeah, so I guess that was... Then, we, then we've been going on Xbox ever since. And... Uh, I definitely wasn't great at it at first, but I was a little bit better. And then you learn <laughs> the sets, the real moves, and you kind of yeah, can I, become a decent healer actually pretty easily. I actually want to talk about that a little bit because that's another yeah. thing. I find when I'm doing my streams, a lot of the people who are coming are asking about getting better. And I, I feel like for me and for a lot of players, it's a hurdle you jump over where you you don't really know what's going on and then one then like one day it all kind of clicks and like right. and like what what when did you feel like you clicked was there a cp level you hit yeah, was yeah, there was no, there i'll let you know i'll let you know yeah. so there's actually been like three clicks or maybe just two over time and the first one was when we all started to play again i think this was maybe two summers ago and we grinded out icp so i could get spell power here remember yep because yeah. the nice thing about being a healer though especially if you're a uh uh, like a noob healer, the sets are very straightforward. I mean, you read yep. a set, and at it least says, for the beginners, increase too. your healing twelve percent. You know, like acts like more magicka, more sustain. So it's like very obvious. While with DPS, it's hard because it'll say get magic damage or like get flame damage and then get weapon damage, and you're like, uh, is that really what I want? So um, ICP is Imperial City Prison. It's it was like one of the first DLC dungeons. Um, so that was nice. So we instantly knew what sets go get me. So we went and got that. And then what? Remind me though. What's the one with uh, sanctuary? Was that Crypt of Hearts? Yeah, yeah. A sanctuary was. Um, oh, I don't remember. But I get what you're saying. Right. Um, I, so I, once I, we got those two sets, and I don't even know. That. I was but but, but what, what, what made you knew? To, what made I, like, you know? Better. What, my breath of life was doing so much more. Like I had better everything. What made you know to go get those sets? That's really that, that's the it, that's the thing with players sometimes. Right, is right, right. They know what's good, but what gives you that motivation? Is it a content creator? Is it a video? Is it not being able to beat something? Because I know with you and me, and I'm kind of setting up the answers here for the listeners. I obviously know your story very well, John, because you Spanish cells. It was Spanish cells. Yeah, that's right, we've been at we've been at the hips ever since we started playing, but um. Right, I mean, we I, have. I think, I think for you and me, if and you can tell me if I'm wrong, I think it's also not being able to beat something. I think when you get yeah. that, when you get that team, and I always emphasize, and I'm gonna say it again tonight, guys. It's really, once you get that team, you're gonna notice like the game opens up a lot because me and John were right always the same CP level. We lived together. We would progress together. It's like a sports team in a way, and we would work mm. through dungeons, and so we um, uh, we would 
lose and when we lost we wanted to get better and i think that is like that hurdle a lot of people to jump over is once you can't beat something you're like oh crap like i'm actually not that good like you and me going and doing vma recently it's really exposed us to this it like has. to it like has. this oh crap I, we got to get better right. like i thought we were going to kind of cook through that but i was like geez there's still more to learn exactly yeah um, quite a bit too so you like the controller better, and then have you ever thought, I guess the other thing is, and I get I get this all the time, dude. I go into other streams and people will be like, hey, you need to move to PC. Like, like Xbox isn't the yeah. place to stay. Like, like what's right. your mindset on that? Are you thinking in the long run well, of ESO, I'm going to stay on console? Or are you thinking, start, I, I want to move? We have, we have PCs now. <laughs> we do, and we yeah, do. That really does make the biggest difference. Um, so being able to get on and use graphics better than our Xbox and having a game that won't lag even less and the servers are better and the players are better so that those parts it's very it's tempting it's yeah, like you kind of yeah. want to and uh, I, 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 I can i cut you off for a second i feel yeah, like yeah. too i feel like some of the pc players and i don't mean to discriminate against I, I always implore them to come play on xbox for a night and kind of see some of the stuff we have to deal with because right. xbox and i'm not saying pc doesn't lag trust me i've watched i i am I watch a lot of streamers, and I definitely try to get like my fa like fair share of watching PC streamers. And I, I just feel like, and I, this, this sounds bad, but I feel like Zenimax pays a lot of extra attention to the PC, whereas they do. the console they players do. do take a hit. And it's something that it, it's frustrating well, that's for streamers they and play players. On the PC though, you know. Exactly, exactly. There's, it's their, like their server. And that may not be the case at all, but I just feel like sometimes it is. Like no, it seems like it sometimes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's tough. But, so do you think you'll move to, I guess the question, do you think you'll move to PC? Or? Dude, I don't. I don't. I, I could see myself making a stream character where I'll get on the PC, I'll get a healer to 300 CP, I'll get him, <laughs> shit, dude, I'll probably get him spell power here in Sanctuary again, and then I won't play anymore. I will only use him for when we are going to stream because my heart's in the Xbox. Like, I'll always just log back on the Xbox when I want to play it's hard to ESO. Dude, it's hard to regrind. I feel like it's one of the it's one yeah, of those dude. easy things to oh, say yeah, and hard would, things to I do. I give myself three weeks before I promise that to anyone. I've Dude, I've seen people regrind before, and it's, it is it is such a, a extreme power of will to do it. I respect it, but I don't know if I, like, I have the time, the energy, or the motivation. Yeah, and you know, the, re the regrind yeah. is garbage. And I also, I personally love the Xbox community. I know that sounds a little silly, but I, I'm happy to be on the Xbox community, and I feel like it, it's fine. Um, mm. But, um, yeah, you know, it, what happens, though, is I feel like the PC, you can upgrade it. You, the game runs better on PC. So I think that's another thing about consoles. So I, sometimes you and me will say to each other, I don't think the Xbox One was built for ESO. It wasn't. And you know what? I don't care how good your Wi-Fi is or how new your Xbox is. I, I think it will be a long time before an Xbox, an Xbox can run open world serial PvP as good as a computer. I just it wasn't made for an Xbox's processing power. I, I, I agree so 100%. Always be laggy. I don't think in, we'll ever see that unless xbox makes a new generation i'd even argue the one x dude or what's the newest one didn't another one the one it's the x it's the x it is just it's the x yeah i don't believe it'll run that as good as the best pc when i have king on which i will have king Supercuts on we'll talk about that because he plays on the xbox one x and i am interested to pick his mind about it and mm. talk about the specs but let's get him let's get into some healing here so yeah. we've just recently as a stream a team anything else you want to categorize as categorize us as we just started mm healing for trials so right. i really do want to pick a new tr healer for trials mind how was the switch 
from Vet Dungeons, which was every night for three right, hours, right. over to this extremely new game mode with more people to heal, maybe even more going on, and a lot more coordination. Was it an easy transition, or have you found yourself struggling and having to learn a lot of things? You know, it really depends. It really depends. At first, it was... It was easier because I wasn't doing it right. So I, I, I get into the trial and I, I don't, obviously I know not to just spam Breath of Life, but because in dungeons you can get by without ground heals, I didn't really use those a lot. So before we started doing the uh, the trials, I would just use a lot of breath and uh, uh, this one where I like put my hands together and it gives you guys health. They're very, they're instant heals pretty much. They're not yep. healing over time things. So I would, I would just use those. But you get into the tri the trial and you have to use your ground heals. And it, it teaches you that those are actually, at the end of the day, they do a lot more. They're like an AOE for DPS. And so you want to stick to those. Um, so it was, it was easier first because I was doing it wrong. And then when I figure out how to do it, I was it was still easier because we were just doing AA right we were just doing fear and archive yep um and between me and drone who yeah. pretty much taught me everything shout out to her she showed me actually how to heal in the trial at all um but it was between the two of us very easy in AA now yep. that we're doing more difficult trials it it it's just different that's really the only way I can put it we did because when we do something like vet bloodroot like that the end of that is hard to heal and you you have to be on your game yep but um at the same time you yeah it's like it's just different i guess i don't know if it's easier or harder yeah and if you so have you i guess the thing that's interesting is the the switch over have you found it an easy transition or are you finding yourself have to change habits because i know any person playing eso tank healer dps you get into habits good or bad of how you play the game like one of my mm -hmm. habits as a dps is i'm over shielding all the time right. and I, I it's hard for me to break myself of that and when i've gone from um dps t dungeon to dps uh, trial, I've found that it's hard for me to shake that habit, even though I should be, because I should be focusing on DPS. Have you found yourself right. having to switch habits? And also, with a healer like Drone, who's your probably probably the first slot healer, and you're the backup healer, are you Definitely. finding yourself um, are you finding yourself getting criticized by what? Or is she calling you out saying, "Hey, you're doing this wrong"? Like, are you finding <laughs> habits? Are you finding habits you do in Dungeon Bad? <laughs> um, at first, a lot, because everyone could see that i was doing it wrong except for me they they would they knew that they weren't getting the heals they were if they were on drone side or something so she did it first but i it, she needed to she had to tell me which moves to use so it wasn't as much uh like hard criticism of oh john you're crap it was you need to make sure you're doing it like this so i guess at first though it, it's funny it's almost been like the opposite the habits i've learned through the trials i now use in the dungeons um but those 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 uh, habits I had when we were just doing dungeons didn't go into the trials for long because drones stopped. So so so, so that's it, interesting. It so you're saying weird. trial habits can translate much better than dungeons? Yeah. Habits. Oh yeah. Okay. Because you use the same methods to heal. Uh, it would be it would be eight people. How many of us go in the trial? Sixteen. Yeah. There's twelve. Twelve. 12. Yeah. 12. Twelve. So six. So when you're healing six people all day, use those same moves on three. Or two. But you can do it twice as fast. Yeah. No. Yeah. That, that, no, that, that, it'd be three because I'm the healer, and honestly, with the tank, the tanks need healing a little bit and resources. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Trials. That makes so it yeah. does, so you, and it's like it might not be as effective per person, but when you double it and it's on them all the time it is yeah um 
So I, I, we, can, we can get technical about it too. Have you found, um, you know, you talk about basic sets as a healer starting off. So, you know, you have these spell power cure, these sanctuaries, easy sets to get because the dungeons aren't hard to grind on normal with a decent team. Right. Do you find yourself when you're going into trials? Excuse me. You maybe have to get some different sets for different situations. And is that more important in the trials than dungeons? Are sets more important than trials? I guess that's what I'm asking. It's a better way to word it. That's more important know, in trials. Like, are you switching them more? Not, not by any substantial amount. In in the trials, there is way less room to mess up. So if you have the right set on to a T, you get a little more wiggle room and things that you might mess up on. So when I'm using Sanctuary on a really hard one and my uh, Healing Springs runs out, uh, it, it well, before it ran out, it will have been 12% stronger. So now if I miss setting up another one for three seconds, you won't die because it was there. While yep. in, the, in the dungeons we do, there is a little bit more room to mess up, but at the same time, more stress on each person. So even though I might met, I might miss a breath of life, uh, you guys will be well aware that you might miss a breath of life. So you'll know, you know, to get around it. So the sets are important in both, I guess. Um, but they're they're probably more. You probably need a bigger variety of sets for trials. Than yeah, I would, in my I, opinion, because yeah. trials are far more situational with each boss for the team to do well. Yeah, you know and I think, I think the mechanics are more important on trials. Right. I, I see less on vet trials cheesing, and for anyone who doesn't know what cheesing is, it's just burning a boss fast enough because your DPS is high enough. I see more cheesing done on vet dungeons than vet trials. You know what I'm saying? So I feel <laughs> the healing becomes more important on vet trials. And that actually wants to lead me right into the next topic. We can come back yeah. to this, but I just don't want to forget this point. Yeah. Um, I made a video a couple weeks ago talking about the new group comp for um, dungeons, and when I got my first double key win, and when I got my first speed run on Bloodroot Forge, it was with three DPS, one tank. And right. then I also found myself when I beat Falkreath Hold for the first time, it was three DPS and one tank. And it's funny, you never see that in Trials. You never see Trials drop the healers. Mm. So I find that it, when I, people come to me and they go, oh, I'm looking to heal, and they, they'll message me, I get PMs a lot of time, looking to heal, what should, I, what should I try to do? I would sometimes even push them, try to find a normal trials group, because you're going to be much more valued there. You will and I be. feel like the game mechanics and the way right. ESO is making trials is making healers... Trials makes healers more important than dungeons do. And I guess I wanted to pick your brain a little bit. Is maybe that the reason the sets are more varied in trials, the skills are maybe. more special? Like yeah. I think that might be the overall thing. Right, right. It's definitely more important. And I think it, it, what it comes down to is having six DPS or five DPS to worry about as a healer in a trial, keeping them fully healed and full resources is you get more production than if I was another DPS. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. The, the damage being dealt is so much higher. Yeah. So when I'm in there, I'm only adding what maybe like just a value like another 300 DPS. So exactly, like, but it's not while in a dungeon because there are only two. four yeah. people. Yeah, only two and DPS. only two of them are DPS. So the game knows that. So when you you break the standard of having a healer and you initially add another third, a whole third to the DPS instead of just like a sixth in the trial, you know. So at at that point, the trade off is better. 
because yep. you get you get the more damage, which will do more than me keeping you guys full of resources. But while while in the trial, keeping you guys good and healthy and ready is more important yeah, than I, one I, other. I want to say too, you buffing a bunch of 50k hitting DPS is better than right. another than another 20k. Dude, yeah. Even even if it was another 50k, yeah, it's still because I because you're better. keeping you're keeping those 50k players alive. Right. I mean, it's a true definition of a support class. You know, healers, I think, are always overlooked in the dungeon game. And I, 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 this is just another thing that I see in the community, it, especially with my community and like my stream teams that I've run with in the past couple of months, almost this whole year. Uh, the healers become less and less important, but I feel like right. when the trials start up, those healers become so important and they become such a vital point to the point where DPS can't talk and chat and healers need to coordinate what is going yeah. on because if a team doesn't have the healer, they will die. They but will. very rarely will. in a dungeon do you say, oh, we need a healer for that. And even right. when you need a healer, I can think of Fang Lair. I need you using Wall of Elements and Force Shock so you can, or um, Crushing Shock so you can interrupt and do more damage. I even have you putting on Infallible Ether instead of a healing set so you get a little more crit so your damage is a little higher. I feel like even when, like, you're going into, into dungeons, the healer still is a hybrid at mm. best. Uh, and Deltia says in his videos, he says, you know, a good healer is a healer who's also doing some damage because those dungeons need that extra damage that they're not getting. And if you have DPS hitting right. hard enough, like in the perfect group, you two DPS, one healer, one tank. The two D DPS are hitting so hard, the healer is more important. But if the DPS right. aren't hitting hard enough, the healer is not as important as the burn. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's an interesting conversation, and it's something that I don't see a lot of people talking about. And I think that's where trials become really exciting for endgame players because you do enough dungeons, you queue into enough random vets, and you get shit on enough times for being a bad healer when you're not. And then you go into a trial, and now you are one of the most important people in the group, not mm. not the the back of the group. You are now in the front with the tanks. Like right. so, it, I I. I really think trials are something that are is so beneficial for healers to get like more exposure, more like um, appreciation, and just have more fun. So I don't know if there's anything you want to elaborate on that. It was just sort of a closing. No, remark. yeah, I love it though. Preach it, preach it. Uh, <laughs> Makes the healers feel good for sure. I will. It's very true. Yeah, we can move right down to um the healer discrimination, the healer haters. I mean that that <laughs> it's it's yeah. something that and last night we were streaming dude having a great stream and people are coming to my chat and they're saying, "Yeah, I'm queued up as a healer." And they the tank dies and then they yell at me. And it's like, "What if the tank dropped aggro? What if the tank doesn't have enough health or enough resistance?" The healer can't heal through that. It's right, like that, it's like you can't have a broken healer to fix a bad tank. You know what I'm saying? And broken I mean a, a great healer. You know what I'm saying? Right. 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 So um, if you want to elaborate a little you know, bit on the yeah, healer haters. So it's like it's like anything, right? Um, like, just think back to, like, elementary school. Like, the, the bullies, the people who are mean, it's because they're not happy with themselves. So yep. think about that in terms of this, dude. You get two super rude DPS who keep dying. Well, if you were killing it quicker, my heals would have been sufficient, you know? But they don't, they just don't know that. And there's, they don't know how hard they're hitting or they're insecure about how low it is. So it's easier for them to say, hey... Your heals are garbage. That's why we can't win. Instead of them just taking their own ownership and saying, honestly, if we were hitting harder, we could do this, you know? Um, but the healer can definitely keep up, though, if the, if the DPS are slower. If the DPS are, are slow, but you have a good healer, you can still get through it. I mean, um, um, so it's not always full discrimination. I've been in groups before, and they'll actually say really good heals. Like, no, and, and I mean, I, because you can make up for it. I want to, yeah, um, talk a little bit about our group. That was our situation yeah. for a long time was the DPS, me and whoever else right. it was. We weren't hitting hard enough. 
And John, uh, and I, I don't mean to talk for him here, but he wasn't even enjoying healing. We'd stop yeah, streaming, and it John was, was so like, intense. He's like, because I don't, yeah, because we the boss fight ridiculous. lasted so long. You had yeah. so much I healing. Did, like do. my my resource bar was like twice as important as anyone else's because but, we were fighting for so long. But then I think we that also that also says a huge testament to good DPS is when you came home right. for the summer and I had improved oh, yeah. and gotten better. You would, I mean, you came over to me and said, "I enjoy healing again. I'm having fun doing this." Yeah, so it's, dude. I mean, healing um, is fun when the group works. Anything's fun when good. the group works. But I think the problem you see with the healers is when they're going into these random groups, they're being discriminated against much more than the tanks and the and the uh, DPS. And this is yeah. a lot of word of mouth for me. So for anyone listening, I, I'm not saying this is like a statistical fact. Oh, Zoss released facts, and more healers are get blamed for losing than anyone else. Not at all the case, no, but I find but people like, and, I, I find right. people looking at the healer the quickest. Like, oh, why are we losing right. the healer? That's the first the first coin they flip or the first box they flip to right. see what the answer it's the, is. The, it's the easiest to see because you know why? It's because people who aren't great at the game or they don't know when they say, "Oh, why am I dead?" They instantly turn right to the healer. You know, it's very easy to say, "Oh, if I got one more health bar back or one more breath of life, I could have beat it." So a lot of people with the lack of the game they just a lack of knowledge about the game exactly they get mad quicker because they it's very easy for them to think oh i could have done that if i was had more time but it's not about the time it's about if you had done it quicker exactly then, you know and it's so also I, it's yeah, yeah the healers definitely get a lot of hate though it's funny because i remember you brought it up one day i actually read a thing about it and it was saying don't play eso if you're going to be a healer because you will get the end of the shit stick you know yeah, and especially in these random groups where people haven't been exposed to what a good player is. And I'm not saying... I, I, I always find it hard to not become an elitist as you get better. Right. And we'll talk a little right. bit about that. But I find myself looking down sometimes, and not in a bad way, in a way that I want to help. That players, they think it's the healer because they died. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it, on paper, it's just, oh, my health hit zero. Why was I not healed? It makes sense. But it's... It's not that. The answer is, why is the boss's health not at zero yet? You know what I'm saying? That's the answer. And sometimes sometimes you can't have a bad healer. I'm just thinking these situations where a healer queues up, and maybe they're not the best, but you cannot blame the healer for bad DPS and bad tanking as the fault. Now, if you're going in with a great group and there's a nasty one-hitter, an AoE, and you can be healed through, yeah, maybe that's the healer's fault, but it's mm -hmm. not... Um, mm -hmm. It's not all the time, and I, I try to create, I know it sounds so silly, awareness for that, and I tell, I want people to heal. I think, I think ESO is missing great healers. I think you, I think Drone, I think so many other healers, Doc, who's a person I've gotten to play with a little bit, um, Tyler Ray, we used to play with him last year, these healers who put all this work into it and really master their craft. It makes the game so much more enjoyable, and you know, today we were talking with um, our friend Kyle, he was like, oh, three DPS is more fun. I'm like, but it's not what it's about. It's not meant to be like that. Yeah. You're not supposed to cheese every boss, you know? It's yeah. like, why are you playing the game if you're trying to get around playing the game? <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, no, I appreciate the compliment too, but it, it's true. It's true. Yeah, and I, I, I think part of it maybe is because it's hard to make a good hybrid. It's very difficult to be good at both dealing damage, giving resources back. Like, it's very difficult to make that character effective. I think some healers, too, do need work. I, I'm, I'm not trying to say oh, that all yeah. healers oh, have yeah. the, all the answers and that they're going to be so much better than everyone else. Right, uh, right. But I do find, though, healers pick up on their craft a little bit quicker than DPS. I, I found you better at healing yep. before me and Alex nope. and Kyle were but better again, at But again, it's because it's so straightforward. It like, is, I was, it is. I was kind of getting that at the beginning, but it's like, I get, I get when I read a set, I can tell you if it'll be a good healing set, because it'll be like, 
like um you're, no, you're yeah. up to four friendly allies now do five percent more damage you know what i'm saying it'll be like oh this would be good like if i put this on my heal is stronger but with dps it's like well if you do this you get shock damage and it's like do i want shock damage if you do this you get poison am i looking for poison you know so it, it is very easy it's much easier to be a good healer than a good dps yeah but i think and then i think the problem with not having that many good healers is so many people try to heal and they get so dissuaded from it by all the hate they get when they go into a random right group. right and, and you know the thing is too that i i have to remember is when i'm going into random groups i'm just going into grind for xp and yeah. that's that's 800 something cp i'm just queuing as a healer in a normal dungeon i'm gonna go burn mm -hmm. it and that's gonna be it a lot right. of these people are looking for people to play with on the next dungeon, on the next dungeon. I think they, when they're talking in party, I think there is a lot of toxic players, and I think the healers get very dismayed, and they're like, no, nah, screw this, I'm not going to heal. It makes complete mm. sense to me. Yeah. I wouldn't want to deal with that that pressure. Nope. And also, those people just being complete assholes, I would be like, no, I don't want to deal with that. Right. Um, I, and I don't know the fix. I don't know the fix. I think the fix is just, I think, the community coming together and saying, hey, like, I mean, people like Alcast who are making these build videos and these builds on his website, Gillian the Rogue, who did it, making these builds and posting up there, even myself putting builds up, and then just trying to educate the younger, the newer players, because they obviously, when you play an MMO, you want to be good. So if you want to be good and you're coming to an MMO, let's try to make you a good player. So, And I don't think anyone wants to be bad. I don't think the person getting mad at the healer wants to thinks he's the best player. And if he does, then that's the right. problem. But. Right, right. You, I, I, I don't know, it's, I mean, having a good healer can be so good and having a bad healer, I mean, healing is also make and break. I guess the other point I want to get is. to is healing can be make or break in the sense that if healing isn't there sometimes, it's devastating, especially in Oh, some, yeah, especially yeah. the worse the DPS, the more devastating it is. Yeah. If you're, if, if the worse the team, dude, hell, I haven't the tank in there, the worse, the worse the tank and the DPS are, the more important the healer becomes. So when you when they're not great, it's you have a whole other weight to carry on your shoulder. But it does work and vice versa, where you're saying like it's very easy to be a bad healer. It is, dude. You're with a team of 750s. They don't need freaking healing. They're just gonna ask for shards or ball every couple minutes, and all you gotta do is stand there and give it to them. Yeah, you're and like then a, it comes right back like to the squire. It comes, yeah, it comes right back to the point. Hey, put on a damage yeah. set. Put on a damage set, right. bro. Like let's just burn this. <laughs> like right. because it, 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 like I said, I think I think the thing we've learned throughout over two and a half years of really grinding ESL and exploring every nook and cranny of the PvE space is tank healers are definitely the direction when I sh an endgame healer wants to do fun stuff, I'd shoot them in. Because mm. they're going to be valued, they're going to learn more, they're going to pick up on habits that are going to transcend yeah, gameplay way better than if you're just in a dungeons group. Which is really sad, because I am a huge dungeon fan, and I find that closer coordination so much more fun to me. Mm. Because it, I feel when you win, you know, everyone did their role. And when you're right. in a trial... If you're on the lower end of the six D or the eight DPS that are in there, you don't feel like you did jack shit. Like you don't. you don't, you don't. And so there maybe is more pride out of the dungeons, but I, it, from the healer's perspective, we don't talk too much about DPS. I kind of made it about myself. <laughs> it definitely, um, it definitely, um, it. I mean, it's more fun for trials. But another point I wanted to get into. I feel like is there anything else you want to say on that? By the way, or are you? Nah, dude. You kind of summed it up. You kind of summed it up. You just. It's just like the team chemistry. Yeah, exactly. Well, if, it is. If you're it all is. out there doing your job and working, you're gonna be fine. Yeah. When one of them lacks, people start blaming each other, and it's very. And easy the whole group, the, the whole group crumbles. 
It does. I think I, I think we can even go into a broader conversation that I'd like to hit on. I think one of the problems with the ISO that people face is looking in the mirror and realizing how to fix their own build instead of criticizing other people. Yeah, and I think I think that's a real life problem too. But I think Definitely. it's very relevant in ESO, especially when you're in those random groups and when you're in trials and you're in all these things and the group is suffering. I find the group eating each other and not encouraging. Like I look at ESO like a team sport. I look at like mm -hmm. you know. Tank is the quarterback. Wide receivers are the heal or the, the damage. Running back is the healer. Like you're, and I'm just a football fan. But you, got, it's like a team sport. And if it you're is. not encouraging your team to get better and helping them and giving them tips, like I know you and me during streams will say to each other, "Hey, dude, like try this here. This might help." Or, "Hey, good job yeah. there. Like that was perfect." Encouraging each other. And I think a lot of the struggles with teams and in in ESO is that coordination and that chemistry. Definitely, especially just random pug groups. Like, why, why would you have that confidence with those random people? <laughs> yeah, and and, and 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 yeah, the random pug groups are tough because it's ESO's way of saying, hey, let's meet new people. And and on paper, the system says everyone's going to be friends. We're all going to get along, and then we'll beat the dungeon. But the right. the truth of the matter is, they're going to be builds that are not even close to being done, and they're going to be builds who are so far done they can carry the whole group. And then you're kind of robbing a team of their potential if you're just the best player and they're carrying them. But mm -hmm. I think, I just find the ESO community, when people say ESO is toxic, I find the toxicity coming from criticizing other builds and thinking you're perfect. Definitely. That's definitely where it stems from. Yeah, and I find that in comments more than anything, dude. Not even in the right, game. You go dude. on a YouTube video build, and you'll find comments. I have comments on my videos saying, like, this isn't good. Why are you doing this? And I'm like, because it's my play style, and it makes me a better player. Right. So... If there's anything you want to add, I'm sorry. I've been kind of going here. No, dude. No, you're, you're preaching. <laughs> Making a lot of good points. That's definitely a thing. And, you know, it's like, I think really what it comes down to is just a, maybe a lack of knowledge of the game. That's what it, I think it was for us. Back when we used to get a lot of criticism, said everyone was toxic, we really just weren't sure what we were doing. We would even crumble on each other. Remember um, times we would get yeah, in fights we just would. because we Beca because, because we were unaware that we weren't playing the game right. I think they're fixing that. I think someone told them that. And you know how now when you get 1 to 50 to give you stuff and advisory tips, they are letting you in on, hey, you don't have to get on Google. You don't have to ask another player. The game is now going to teach you how to not get so much criticism, you know? Because I find that Really, the people who think the communities are toxic, the uh, communities are very toxic, end up being the players who aren't so good. And who are toxic. Because the toxic players exactly. think the community's toxic. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Because... Like, yeah, if you asked just, me, I would say the community's not that toxic, but I'm very I'm very in touch with the streaming community, right. not the gaming community. Right. So, Which is very different. Yeah. And so, uh, we can talk about that a little bit a little later, but I, I definitely... I think if you're toxic, you find people around you more toxic. I think... I think anyone who is toxic out there, and if you're listening to this, and you find yourself thinking other people are toxic, like maybe turn around and look at yourself and be like, am I doing things that might be... Right, right. A lot of people will get toxic in self-defense. Exactly. One, yeah. one little comment that can be taken anyway is going to end poorly for you. Yeah, and that's sad. It, it's honestly it sad because, I mean, there's just a lot of... Um, I don't know. But I think, I, think, all right, I think we've capped off this conversation pretty good. I think, I, I mean... Toxic players need to just educate themselves, and then they will notice things get better. Right. Um, another thing I want to talk to you about a little bit was changes to ESO you want to see. So I'm going to ask this to everyone I interview. I'm going to talk to everyone about a couple of these topics now. That was very much about you and some of your tips for healing. But now yeah. I want to talk to you about 
Where's ESO heading, and, and you as a player, what do you find yourself gravitating towards, and what do you find yourself not enjoying about the game, and things maybe you'd want to change? So, I guess some things you love if you want to start, yeah. and we can talk a little bit about that. Things I love about the game, I love, I love the creator's attention to it. I love four new things to do every year. That's insane. I, I don't know what WoWs is on that, but like, what do we get, two DLC for Skyrim? <laughs> two? Yeah, we get four a year, probably for the next, I don't know, maybe seven years. That's crazy. They are spending that much time putting all that effort in, and that makes it so much more fun. Because it's like we were talking about this earlier today. We're like, well, I mean, what happens when you're a Fang Rush? You know, you run through all these things, you beat it. Why do you get on ESO? What are you doing? You have the best sets. You because have of the upgrades coming. Exactly. There's new difficult things coming. There are patches. And it's like, I love that fact. You'll never beat the whole game. You'll always get to play. Yeah. And you know, it's kind of scary to think, oh shit, this is the game I'm never going to win. But you're just thinking about it wrong. This is the game you'll always want to play because there's always those things. And I think that is the number one thing I love about ES. Yeah, it makes it really special. And I, I, it does. I, I want to say, too, the, the devs in ESO and the people who are behind the game also make it great. Like, you've met Rich Lambert personally and gotten to talk to him. And, and you talked yeah. to him about Battlegrounds. And, like, you may have even had a little bit of a say of what was going on because he had some points he wanted to ask you about. Right. Excuse yeah, me. Dude. I'm drinking a lot of water, so I'm getting... No, I was, too. I'm getting dry mouth. Yeah, and so <laughs> I'm... Uh, um, I think that also makes these new DLCs so much more exciting because you know the people behind it are working their butts off to make a great game regardless right. of the mistakes they make and the advances they make yeah, i know like, nothing is ill will or trying to right. hurt the i mean players. think about rich dude i i asked rich he was streaming that time we asked him dude remember there were five people because no one knew he started you send the message in there and you say rich what's your favorite game and you expect him to say call of duty you know like oh this game's fun but i just love zombies at heart i just like video games that's why i made this but no he says this is his favorite game and you know the guy that's who cool, is yeah. in charge of the game loves it loves his own game yeah. so he is always gonna want to improve it and i was like really inspired by that i, I mean dude that. i, I like, mean dude you should awesome. you should follow him on twitter he posts when he has a good bgs match he posts when he beats vma yeah, dude. like he's he playing the playing game it. when he's not it's a, working it's his on own it. favorite game I don't yeah. know if you can say that about every company. And guys at EA, dude, oh, I just love Battlefront 2 EA. You know what I'm saying? No, they 100%. 100%. And I think, um, yeah, I, I think that's really one of my favorite things, too, is just, God, just the way the, commu the, the, way the game keeps updates coming and the way, I, I don't know how I feel about the pricing very much, but I feel like the content they're releasing is always solid content. I don't want to really mm -hmm. get into how everything gets paid for just yet. But right. I do want to say, the content they're creating, I'm never disappointed with. And I appreciate that they have a schedule. They do cons, like QuakeCon coming up tomorrow. Like, those are really special things, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. That, that, that's the way it works. But now, mm -hmm. let's talk about some things you don't like about the game. And honestly, dude, here's the thing. This is an Elder Scrolls podcast to everyone watching. It's an Elder Scrolls podcast. But if you're not critical about what you love, it'll never get better. Right. And I, you know, I see people who say, I'm afraid to talk bad about it because I want to be liked in the Elder Scrolls community. I want mm -hmm. the people at ZeniMax to like me as a streamer. And I want nothing more than to be noticed by the people at ZeniMax and to say, hey, I appreciate that you stream on Xbox. I appreciate you do these things. And I really, I, I work for that in some sense. But there's points in time where the game does things, and I think to myself, I need to say something because I love this. 
and I can't yeah, not let it be. You can't go on with this. Right. I, I, it, it, you, if you don't criticize, nothing will be fixed. So I have to ask it's you, and true. you can be harsh. What are what are some of the yeah. things you don't like about other scrolls that you want to see? Well, there's there's two big things really, and there's really only two massive ones. But the first one is, I guess, starting with the mechanics. They need to find a way, and as a healer, <laughs> to put our importance back into this. You don't need healers anymore, and there should for dungeons, be for dungeons, right? Yeah, for yeah, dungeons. For dun okay, okay, vet dungeons. Yep, I just want to make sure we're very specific. Yeah, but there's no reason they can't make a mechanic that only the healer can save the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are so many where the tank has to do something, and if he fucks up once, sorry my language, but that's no, okay. It's okay. The whole team will die. So. It's like, why doesn't the healer have something like that? Why is it his job can always be worked around? And, you know, they need to switch that. Um, so that, that would be something they should look into. They can make dungeons with abilities, with, with mechanics where you need that. And I don't know why they don't. And then the other thing is simply, they need... They, we talked about how much they love their own game and all the work they put in. But they got to stop putting in... They got to put the work where it matters, you know? You, like... You, too. We joke all the time about proccing potions. Why doesn't my D-pad give me a potion every time? It's not my controller. It's not my Xbox. It's not the TV. Yeah, no. It's, th I... it's the game. Why can you give me six more chapters, but hey, all I'm trying to do is drink my essence of freaking Magicka so I can beat this dungeon, you know? So they got to go in and, and I don't even know if that is an Xbox lag, if that's technically one of the things that we have to deal with, or if it's in their coding, or if it's simply just something they need to just go in and fix, you know? And I would love them to address that. Uh, a bar swap is right up with there. And even to go like even broader and say, dungeons with broken mechanics. Don't give me a new dungeon if I can't play the old ones. You know? Yeah, I, I think if they can go in and, and put a little more effort into doing that things, the game really would be excellent. I, I think that's my biggest problem, too. And yeah. I've, again, being decently, decently prominent in the community to the point where people say, oh, I, I know Snowstorm, but that, that's a recognizable right. name. I see a lot of things. Yeah. And what a lot of people have asked ZeniMax to do and what I, I would really like to see as well, I think, would be if ZeniMax said, hey, 2019, no chapter. We're going to take that whole semi of a year, that fourth of a year, and make a install patch that fixes a ton of the bugs. We're going to go through, and for a whole period, we would be making a new patch. We are just going to look at what we have and try to fix it. Make some I make some that. fixes to the sets that are broken, yeah. obviously. But no, no new content, no $40 new content thing. Yeah. This is going to be a patch. And let me tell you, Elder Scrolls may not get that many new players, but I guarantee you, guarantee you a lot of old players would come back a lot I of bet. old players would come back and they would want to retry the game because i know a lot of people who have left because they said i just i can't deal with the mechanics especially on xbox dude the lag gets so bad they're like i can't do this anymore and so when that happens um they leave and if zenimax just said one year hey let's do this and and or even if they did it every Every patch, they came up with a new bug update instead of an up, like a smaller DLC and then a bug patch. 
I think the community would really be happy about that because the most important part about any video game is playing the video game. Like, right. I hate to say that, but it's so true. It like, if you can't play the game, I don't care about Somerset. If the game doesn't work, like when Morrowind came out, dude, BGs were broken on console. I'm not, I'm not, I love BGs now, and they I think did they did a great work, job, dude. but they didn't work. Like and they charged us, nothing. they charged us $40, and the game just didn't work at that point. And it was like this thing where I was like, oh, I, I just I want to love it, I want to play but I physically can't get into it. The queue system's not working. And I didn't want to crap talk Zenimax because I know it, it's not easy running an MMO. And I'm not saying it is. I, I just, I think they need to care more about that stuff. And I, I agree with you 100%. I think it's a huge problem right now with the game. And something that turns off a lot of people. You'll watch people, you'll watch videos who will say, before playing Elder Scrolls, watch this video. And they'll say, glitches, get ready. Like, the game is glitchy. Yeah. And I, I don't know, it, it's something that I wish I knew how to fix, but it, it's just, right now, the game is okay right now. There are things in the PV, and this is from a PVE standpoint, guys, not PVP. But from PVE, we're not, I'm not noticing a lot of problems, and when I do notice them, ZeniMax does fix them. But it'd be great if they said, hey, we're gonna open up a form, everyone post down what's not working. And then they find the, like, the top 10 most things that aren't working, and then we try to fix those. I think that would be a huge thing that would bring back so many people in the Elder Scrolls community. It so. would. Um, is there anything else? Would. Anything else you want to say that you're not a huge fan of? Dude, like, those are the big ones. I'd have to really get nitpicky if I was going to keep looking. Like, for example, the RPG factor in ESO definitely struggles. <laughs> you think, oh, okay, I, so you're I, not doing I quests? Not, I would not want to, if someone said, Hey man, looking for a good RPG? Got any recommendations? ESO would not come up. <laughs> but see, see, that's it, funny even, because a lot of people would like disagree 10, with you there. Yeah, I, think I know they would because and a lot I of think, the role players yeah. actually really enjoy it, and I'm I'm very cut in the middle. I like me personally. I don't mean to cut you off, but I never find myself logging on to do a quest. Me either. And that now, that's what I mean. Tell me that's not what Skyrim was as a game. Yeah, that's no, no, I agree. But like, I think... oh, I'm gonna get on to escape and live a story, and it's gonna be dope. I think the <laughs> problem with the questing. Succeeded in giving you that. I but think ESO it struggles with. I'm, it. I'm gonna. These are my problems with the questing, and I, I think it comes down to three: lack of branching dialogue, lack of rewards, and lack of group play. Where are the group quests? Yeah. Where is the branching dialogue? And where is the, uh, where is the, um, uh, the yeah. loot at the end? Because right. why come on and do a quest? Oh, well, you'll get, you don't even get enough XP for it to be Dude, worth I'll tell it. you what's funny. You know what Summerson introduced at the end of a, excuse me, at the end of the quest, he gave you a motif chapter. That's, That's awesome. Brilliant. That's yeah. brilliant. And see, like, that, 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 that goes back to them if fixing I go things. Quest, yeah, dude, if I go quest for six hours, I'm not going to go do a vet trial. But I'm going to really have a cool guy. This is something I want to work towards. So it's a way to give the questers a really special like reward. And That's yeah, why. and those motifs force people to quest. So for the yeah. people who aren't questing, it even gives right. the questers a little bit of bank power when they're selling right. things. Exactly. Now they can go in the store and say, well, you... And like... Because a lot of people just don't do any Because you find it the other way around. You find people getting you a do. dungeon motif and then you questers do. buying it because they can't beat the dungeon. Right. So, but now that you... Sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah I, I find the RPG factor of ESO not as intriguing to me. It, but it I did. We did work. find it intriguing. We used to stream and only do quests. Yeah, you know what's funny, though, is like... Even the beginning of the summer, I did get on by choice to play ESO quests. And I think... I think that was only because I loved the game 
you know, it wasn't because I loved the quest. Like, I, I, I just couldn't really dig into it, you know? No, it definitely didn't immerse me as much as Skyrim, and I think right. I think the other thing I want to talk about with ESO's problem is their storyline. I think the main story doesn't work of, oh, you're the chosen one. You're obviously not the fucking chosen one, dude. There's a million other Everyone people running is. around who are the chosen one. Right. I thought it would have been cool. That's just bad story writing. I, 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 don't, I, don't think, I don't think it was bad story writing. I think they knew it worked because I think what they were trying to do is say, hey, story mode will be in a, an Elder Scrolls-style single-player game. Dungeons, Trials, PvP is going to be an MMO style. You know what I'm saying? But I think they should have tried to integrate the two more. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So definitely, I I I've, I I don't know how to fix it. And there's some great people. I'll definitely link some in the bottom of here, guys, if you're interested in seeing how ESO could be fixed. There's some people who've actually made some great videos. Me and John have, have watched the guy. Um, he was the one who talked about uh, the Somerset thing, and it was interesting. Uh, and I, I guess, uh, how do you feel about Somerset's story comparative to other ones? Because I know you did beat it all. Yeah, I did. I did. I, it was good. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. Now, you ask anyone, the best. The best RPG content the game has ever made was the Orsinium questline. Really? You really, you want to beat it. And a lot of people would agree with me on that. You, you can read that in a lot of places. They, You just want to keep knowing what's going to happen. That's the whole point. While definitely in this, it was more like, oh, I want to beat it to say I beat it. <laughs> I, I want to beat it so I, now I got this motif chapter. It wasn't, I want to beat it to see what happens. Yeah, that, that that's understandable. That makes sense. Um. I find me questing, oh, I want to beat this because I need some XP. Exactly. I never find myself, like, I find myself clicking A so fast that I'm just getting through it, which is really sad because there's hard work voice actors in there, there's hard work story writers, and I think the way they're presenting it just doesn't work very well, and I I don't know how to fix it because I don't think there really is a way to, and I think that's just one perspective. I don't want to take any credibility away from the people who do roleplay because I've watched some of those streamers. And they're honestly fun to watch. And when they read the text and they get into it and give a little bit of perspective, it is enjoyable, actually. And I, I definitely don't... I definitely... There's space for it. And I just, me personally, I think I started off that way. But now I find myself in the much more competitive PvE gameplay of beating hard trials, right. beating hard dungeons. Because well, if you ask me, that's, that's where the game really excels. where the game shines. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think the game that's excels. That's where most players would put themselves. And that's where you want to be. Uh, yesterday, we had someone ask, well, um, how's the combat in this game? And I said, it's the best part. It is the combat. I mean, but that is it. That's why when I said the RPG factor, it's the quest because the game fights like an RPG. Yeah. You do these quests, and you're really you. You are being your own character. You're not spamming your hotbar um, as much as other games. So that I love, and I, I love the combat. Again, that's one of the reasons I still go back and play it all the time. Even switching back to Skyrim is weird because I'm not used to it. Because yeah, this yeah. one I am satisfied with, so I don't even question it. Yeah, I find myself not going back to other MMOs or other uh, Elder Scrolls games very often. Now that I'm a f full-time ESO streamer, I, I, I find myself, it's just, it's all ESO. And honestly, it, it fills the hole pretty well. I, I tell people all the time, if you're an Elder Scrolls fan and you need some ESO fix, ESO will get it for you. It's kind of like, it's like having Coke and then drinking a tab. It's like, it's sort of that. Yeah. It's not it's not Coke, but it tastes pretty good. It's right. It'll get you through it. And, it, you know, it's tough. Um... We're, we're, we're kind of closing down here. we got a couple minutes left. The last thing I wanted to talk to you about was um, any content creators you enjoy. I also want to ask all my viewers, or all my guests this, and if there's not that many, that's fine, but I know including myself, not including me is your favorite, um, mm -hmm. or us, because, <laughs> I mean... Obviously we are, but... but um, if there's any other content creators that you found yourself really gravitating towards that you would say really helped you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't watch a lot anymore, but 
blob streams on the EU server, and I really used to enjoy watching him. I still do every now and again, but not as much as I used to. Yeah, he's I, hardcore. I, 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 yeah, he is, and he was really good. And he had he's a very theatrical. Like when when he gets he mad. Is. Oh yeah, and really when good. he gets excited or when he's doing something and he beats it, he really puts a lot into his stream. And I I would recommend it to anyone who wants to watch some uh, competitive good PVP ESO streaming because he's very good. A lot of people are like, oh, Fangrush is the best, and he easily could be. I enjoy watching him too. But I I, I would I would put a lot of money. I I bet Blob would put up a fight. So I, I he's really good. He's fun to watch. And, and he's not as popular as someone as a lot of them, so he's cool to like go and watch. He is popular though. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I think he's a partner now. But um Yeah. Um what was I gonna say? Um is there anyone else that comes off or it's okay if there's Dude, not. You know you know what's funny, so I like Alcast. <laughs> Do you? I like Alcast. I like Alcast. I like Alcast because he's such uh, he comes off as such a non-elitist and he will make these builds and he'll say yeah you might not be able to do that trial but it is really cool i got like this ice build from him and you know it's just cool that he put some time into making it and he it, it kind of worked and it was a really neat idea knowing it wouldn't be this in any way so i enjoy that about about him yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think I think he does a great job too, and I appreciate his website a lot. I think that's I always tell people go check out Alcast's website as a starting point for a build because Alcast puts a lot of information down and he puts a lot of work into it. And he he's a great streamer too. Um, I always enjoy watching him. I sadly don't watch him too too much, but um, when I do get a chance to, I always enjoy myself. So, mm -hmm. um, John, I think that's like that's pretty good for our time, buddy. Um, all right. Dude. All, all I want to say. Um, is this was a lot of fun. I, I hope anyone who watches got a lot of information just about healing, ESO, sort of the perspective of an Xbox player as myself. Mm -hmm. Like, how they feel about the game. And John has been with me guys since the very beginning, so this was a very comfortable first podcast, and I feel a lot better about it. I was actually pretty nervous starting this one off. I hope you guys all enjoyed it in the chat, though. Um, I, I think we can... Um, um, what's going to happen... I honestly don't know how to close it out. Um, I guess is there any is there anything else you want to say? I guess I'll I'll do that. Um, you know, this kind of start off as a healing. Looking to be a healer, you know, put some time into it, practice, get good sets, and it it is really rewarding and it's a lot of fun sometimes. So, I would I would encourage those guys to keep going, girls, guys and guys and ladies to keep guys working. Guys and, and elves, right? Let's guys, yeah, the, the the men and the elves. Yeah, the men and men, the... women, and elves and elf. What are elf women? I don't know. Uh, I think it's just mer. I, I, yeah, I think it's just men and mer. I think that, that, man, that covers it all. Man and mer. I didn't want to be sexist. Um, no. Um, yeah, dude, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah. This will not be the only time John is on the podcast. Um, John is actually leaving the team this Sunday, at least for I'm a sorry. little bit. <laughs> um, he's moving back to school. He's got a lot of stuff coming up. I'm pretty sure the next podcast I will have on it talking about juggling the ESO life with the working life because John is definitely a guy who has a lot of things on his plate. <laughs> and um, he does a good job juggling being a good healer and doing very well at his job. I appreciate that. But um, thank you guys for watching, and I will catch you later.